to Minding My Business. This is a platform created for women who are wanting to elevate their business, their mindset, and their life. If you want to catch these episodes live, tune in every Tuesday at 2 p.m. Eastern on Instagram at Tanya C. Oliver, where each week I'll be interviewing a powerhouse guest. Hi. Hello. Hello, beautiful lady. Thank you so much for being on Minding My Business. You guys, welcome to Minding My Business, where I bring on a special guest every single, typically Tuesday, but today, because I've been dying to have you on, we're going to work with your schedule, and she wanted to make sure that more people were able to come on at 6 p.m., but this is where you're able to elevate your business, your mindset, and your life, and Andrea, you have just such a powerful story. I wanted, number one, to bring you on to celebrate you number one, and number two, for others to hear the behind the scenes of the making of you just being this phenomenal human being, powerful woman, uh, just doing amazing things, because people don't get to see the behind side, they just see like, you know, the, the forefront. Okay, looking forward to talking more about you know, the success of my story, where I came from, and, you know, what it's taken me to get there. So I, I want to make it super, like, this very conversational, you guys, towards the end, too, like, we do get to look at your comments. So if you have specific comments in regards to the conversation, go ahead and drop them below, and we will answer them towards the end of the conversation. But um, first, I want to get started with like, so let me introduce you quickly for those of you that do not know you. It's on your Instagram, but Andrea Thomas, you are the owner of All You by Dre. Phenomenal, phenomenal um, business that you've been, I mean, I've known you before all of this, so I've yeah. just been kind of watching, <laughs> watching yeah. your growth. Um, you help women reach their fitness goals, but you do so much more than that, and you help them more with their mindset um as well and you are also a bombshell sportswear athlete and I don't like saying the word retire because I love how you still incorporate as part of your fitness but you're a college athlete where you did a lot of your um uh you spent a lot of time in college and swimming yes <laughs> I don't know if I said that right but yes that's when I knew you when you were actually still in college and you were a collegiate athlete swimmer Mm -hmm. So what got you into strength training and fitness in the career that you're in right now? I think I always like to kind of start with that question. Like what got you into emerging wholeheartedly into this career path? So when you had met me, for those of you guys that are on right now, like she said, we go way back. We go almost, I don't know, eight or 10 years, like way back. Cause Probably 10 years, yeah. Years so we go way back. So you've seen me, like you said, you know, I was at the front desk job in college. Um, I was a swimmer, you know, just going to school and also just trying to, um, you know, keep up with my scholarship as a swimmer. So you saw me in that transition. And so after college was done and college swimming and all of that in my career as a college swimmer. Um, I kind of came from that transition of like, as far as fitness goes, from being an athlete, now just a girl who wants to maintain her health and fitness without no longer being on that level as an athlete. I, I didn't have 
uh, let's say four hours a day, every day as an athlete, like I used to, um, after that career was over, my responsibility after swimming was to go out there, find a job, help me, you know, get started in the real world of being an adult. Mm -hmm. So I, um, you know, transitioned into finding my first job. And at the same time, I was still lost in my fitness career. I was not sure kind of where to get started as far as, you know, what to eat, how to train, you know, because you were a college athlete too. So when you're on that level, you eat whatever you want. You're burning so many calories because you can. And so, you know, it was months of me just not really knowing what to do. And just through that period of time, um, you know, feeling that I'm one of those people that if I'm not happy with where I'm at, I obsess to the point of in a bad way at times, I obsess to the point where I have to figure out what's my move. I can no longer stay in a position where I'm not happy or fulfilled. I got to make that next move. So, you know, me being the person I am wanting to figure out things next, I just, you know, went out there and said, you know, I think this is a smart move of me to invest in myself, go out there, maybe hire a professional coach. Um, my first coach was Carlo, which I think you know him from IHP. Yeah, I hired him too. I had him. Yeah, so exactly. Yeah. So I went out there and I hired him. He was my first uh, coach that taught me all about nutrition, kind of taught me, you know, the specifics of how everybody's body is different, our metabolisms are different, the way our genetics play into role are different. And so, you know, it was the best investment of my life because without making that move to want to know what's next in my life of uh, a fitness journey, it wouldn't have been for me taking that investment move and, and finding him. So we worked like three years together. You know, I would also kind of intern by his side, get to learn, you know, different body types, personalities and all of that. So just through that three year experience, I just, you know, learned, okay, you know, I have a passion for being around people. I'm, I'm a people person as it is. I love just um, being an over helper and just being there for people, wanting them to just grow and just feel good about themselves all around. Like I overextend. And so I found you that I I have to say, like, from the moment I've known you, like, you are just like, regardless of your external, you are just such a beautiful human being. And you always do like, make sure people see the best within themselves. Like you believe in people until they start to believe in themselves. And I think it's just, I know it's just such an admirable trait that um, the world needs. So that's something I've always admired about you. So continue. I wanted to highlight you. <laughs> well, like red behind the camera. <laughs> um, so yeah, just, you know, with that experience, um, I said, you know, I can see myself maybe getting into a career of helping each helping people. But at the time, I was just in a job where it was my first corporate job. Um, I was doing human resources. So in a way, that was helping people at a professional level as far as employee coaching or helping employees, you know, maintain their job and their performance at, at work, which mm -hmm. is helping people to some extent, but not fully like fulfilling 
it in a way where the individual gets to feel their best version of, a, of themselves, like inside and out, mentally and physically, you know? And um, I stayed in that job for five years, but on the side, you know, I still maintained, you know, that experience of um, working out and helping friends or family on the side um, to just kind of keep up with the maintenance of um, keeping fresh with wanting to potentially have that route to potentially have a career in the fitness industry. So just, you know, little by little, um, social media was something that was around. And, uh, you know, at the time, it was four years ago, I never had said or like, back then, my mindset for social media was very negative. Um, I would follow all kinds of profiles of fitness and would just kind of look at them in a way where like, in a narcissistic way, just very negative. I said, I'll never do that. You know, some of it is just they're too into themselves. They don't have a life. They just very negative. And so I found that through time that that was just my inner voice of me speaking fear, like fear-based uh, emotions, because mm -hmm. there was a part of me that did enjoy sharing what I was passionate about, like my fitness, my nutrition, my lifestyle, my mindset. But I kept for some reason saying, no, that's not who you are. Don't get on social media and don't get wrapped up into that lifestyle of people always posting about themselves so just you know through time i got over that and i said oh, four years ago you were saying yeah so i just i said you know what you're the kind of girl that just always likes to stay true to who she is and you have to stay rooted to who you are don't get mixed around and what else is out there or what people are trying to be be who you really are and that will truly stand out to the people that follow you, discover you, or whatever. So I took a deep breath. I said, okay, I'm going to start my social media journey. And I was still working my corporate nine-to-five job. So I didn't really have that time to be always posting videos and content and stories and trying to build an audience. I, You know, I just... I just couldn't find the time working in nine to five and then also finding that time for myself. So my family, they're like the most supportive people um, in the world. And so one of my sisters, every Saturday, we would go out to an LA fitness and film seven videos just so that I could have some kind of content to build a social media presence and journey on here. And so we did that for two years and you know it wasn't like I just grew one day like I went from zero to a hundred no you know just like anything in life things take time to grow and you just have to be consistent at it and so just little by little um you know we would sacrifice our weekends and especially her and you know still um working the nine to five and just Saturdays we would have content and on the weekends, I would just uh, edit everything and make sure that I could still um, maintain my nine to five job and just post it during my lunch break or something so that my goal, my dream goal was to quit my corporate job and, uh, you know, 
really do what I had envisioned to do was just helping people, like I said, mentally and physically be the best versions of themselves. So, so let me ask you this real fast. Cause I, I yeah. do like do little, like <laughs> just sniper. Oh, <laughs> No, I want you to, but I also want to highlight certain things. Like, so, but like, why is that important to you? Like, cause some people will be like, oh, whatever. Like I'm good. I got mine. And like, but you are so passionate about like, like you get on the other side of the fence and you're so passionate about like, Hey guys, I'm over here. Like, let me give you my hand and let me pull you over on the other side. Like, what is it? Like, why do you care so much about seeing other people win? That's such a good question. Um, I, I, I just, it's more of something that makes me feel like I have a higher purpose, like mm. wanting to see other people when just gives me more purpose to keep uh, providing that extra hand. It's just a rewarding feeling that I, I get. From it. Mm -hmm. <laughs> no, I, I mean, there's no wrong answer. It's just, I think these are important questions, you know, and plus like when people see that you actually authentically care because I actually, well, I don't say I know you, I'm getting to re know who you are, because I think it's so important. Like, when you think you've known somebody from 10 years back, it's like, hopefully, both people have changed and grown and evolved. And so it's like, we're reintroducing each other to each other. And we just so happen to kind of cycle back. Yes. finish years later, and be like, hi, who are you? Like reintroduce yourself to me. Like, what are you up to? Like you have a new career. Like this is what your goals and aspirations are. And I think it's so important, like to never assume that somebody is the same person as they were like 10 years. I would hope they wouldn't. It's like reintroducing yourself to yourself as like grade school versus like as an adult, you know, like that's not your story anymore. And so I think it's important that people understand like, you know, they, you really do care about people. And if people get to like, even be in your energy, they would see like how authentically kind and like just wholehearted you are as a woman. And so I, I just, like I said, I really wanted to like bring you on here and thank you for being on here and just celebrating you because you really have like created your own lane and you just have like, speaking of which, like when you're in this journey, Cause I'm sure you got a lot of people like, yeah, it's great. You had your sister that supported you, but I'm sure at the same time, or correct me if I'm wrong, had people like when you were in the corporate world, cause you were in the corporate world that were like, Oh, like who does she think she is? Or you're never going to make a full-time career doing what you're doing. Like, did you get any of that as you were um, transitioning into like your full-time career now? Yeah, absolutely. The beginning was very judgmental. You know, I had eyes on me, like my boss, manager, employees, even family members um, kind of look at it like, why is she so uh, obsessed with the, the vision that she has of wanting to uh, grow on here on social media? And uh, a lot of people, when said, you know, my, my ultimate goal is to leave my nine to five job and to make something of myself for myself, my own brand and be my own uh, boss. And uh, it was more like, you know, those things will only last for you in your major years. Mm -hmm. As you get older, and you know, it's time to settle down in life, get married and have kids, you're going to be left with nothing. You know, the corporate job will leave you uh, at a comfort 
cushion where you get retirement benefits and you get these, um, you know, stocks and all these benefits that, uh, you know, they didn't understand that it could be possible even to have by yourself as an entrepreneur. So mm-hmm. a lot of people just kind of judge me and also think she's very into herself. All she does is, you know, post videos of herself and always, you know, of herself. And so I just uh, kind of had to just keep reminding myself, you know, you are who you are, you know what you're doing, you believe in yourself and that's what really matters. And it really, I shouldn't let other voices kind of take me away from my vision because it's hard when it comes to family and friends giving you their opinions on things. Because when you love your family and friends, you it you want to make them proud too. And you want them to believe in you as well. But there comes a point where you kind of have to be selfish for yourself and say, I believe in myself so much that I'm going to make them proud regardless of what they see right now. And, you know, now years later, here I am and all of my corporate friends and my family are all now cheering me on. <laughs> loving me. They now all understand, you know, yeah, the journey. And so it was hard in the beginning, you know, because um, mainly my brand wouldn't have grown if it wasn't for the social media, you know, mm-hmm. uh, carrying a tripod around me at every location I went, uh, people would always stare at me or take videos of me and make fun of me. But, you know, this is, this was my dream as, as some people still might not understand why, but people laugh at the journey, but then they want to like be your friend when you're like in it. Yeah. And so I think it's just, it, it's just that, you know, that I feel like the biggest difference and like the main thing is like, yeah, we have our gentlemen on that like can learn, of course, anything. We always welcome our men on the platform, but this platform is really for women. This platform is to celebrate women. It's also to give other women um, like hope, inspiration, um, golden insight and the mental strength um, as part of the journey because people don't understand the journey and it does require a lot of mental strength and mental resilience. And I know like the mentality part of your programs are so such like a big, big part of what you practice and preach. And if you guys actually read her posts, they're very like, they're very significant. There's so much value and insight and truth into them. And so speaking of mental resilience and like your journey of like staying on course, because a lot of people could end up becoming discouraged or going to depression and not follow their dream because they don't feel strong enough because they've allowed the other voices to dominate. So what in some of your most critical pivotal points where you might've been like, kind of said like F it, like maybe this isn't for me, this is really hard what tools did you use to get you back on course? Uh, You know, I would say, I would say actually most recently um, this past year, I've been feeling like maybe this uh, journey here on social media isn't for me anymore Mm -hmm. Uh, because I'm so involved in it. It at times can be very overwhelming, like energy wise. you know, nine to five job, you work Monday through Friday and anything before nine and then after five is your time or whatever else you do with it. So 
in the industry that I'm so involved with here line, it's that it's always go, go, go from the moment you wake up to the moment you go to sleep and on the weekends. And the hardest thing for me has, has been this year is just making that time for my mental health to uh, not get to the point where it has become um, unhealthy for me. Uh, there's just been moments this year where I have just had the worst panic attacks, breakdowns, um, just very negative about myself, thinking I'm not good enough anymore, or maybe people don't like me anymore. And um, it just kind of came, it was a, just a mixture of, there's been changes here on social media with platforms, you know, knowing um, with the algorithms of different platforms, people seeing your hard work and not seeing it been one thing and so I was I have been coming to a point where like I wouldn't stop working I would say okay maybe I need to continue to show up for people to recognize my hard work but then on the side I was killing my mental health not giving myself that break that I need to kind of reset and maybe come back to it again because if I go invisible for one day on social media nothing is going to happen nothing everybody will still be there and everybody will everything will remain the same and that's just something I had to learn this year that if I want to take a day off and I want to just disconnect from this world that I'm so involved with it's okay I'm not going to stop growing um, people are still going to support me people are still going to like me and that's just something where I felt this year like maybe this isn't for me anymore social media because I just feel like I'm becoming so unhealthy and obsessed with the fact that maybe people aren't seeing my things anymore and it's not going good anymore. But I had, you know, to kind of rewire my mindset and say, take that time off for your mental health, disconnect, come back when you need to. Even if it's me disconnecting for three hours at night, you know, mm -hmm. make priorities so that I can continue to show up for myself more importantly and then for others and then you know, still see, okay, whatever's going on, you know, if they see my stuff, great. If they don't see my stuff, fine. But just making that um, selfish uh, decision to just say, nothing's going to change if you just take a step back. And it, it, it's not easy to take a step back from something you're so passionate and involved with, but it's better than driving yourself to, to the wall where you're dead and you're gone for months. God forbid. Yeah. Because people, people are here for you and without you, then it's like, what is there? Cause you're, you know, you bring so much energy, you know, and you recalibrating that energy. And it, it is true. I see a lot of people like it's um, one thing is I work with a lot of executives and high achievers and athletes and, and one thing that I see and, you know, me being an athlete, which it was so important. Um, that's why fitness for me was so important. I first got into competing, which wasn't always the healthiest transition, but from playing ice hockey to then like transitioning into like the fitness industry, it was a transition to still like have something like you said. And when we, with our career, especially because your hobby is also your career, mm -hmm. like, or recharging and resetting and that could become like has that ever become um where you maybe I know when I spoke to you, you're like yeah I'm just kind of trying to take more of a step into like getting back to your roots of swimming 
doing things more outdoor, kind of stepping away. Um, has that also helped you kind of like being more connected to, I guess, like stepping outside of the gym? Because like the gym and fitness is your career. So it's easy to kind of merge your identity with what you do. Do you yeah. know what I'm saying? And yeah. that's a common thread with a lot of even any type of entrepreneurs in the real estate and um, the artists, the athletes, like everybody, when we create that heightened level of success, we intertwine our self-identity with our profession. And then when things aren't going right, it can destroy us if we allow it to. Yeah, absolutely. I have been, you know, taking a step back from the gym, like I told you, just trying to do other activities that don't involve so much of my work work environment, like the gym and things like that. Um, you know, swimming is still kind of a part of what I do for work, but I've been starting to just tap into other activities that are, are even non-related to working out or fitness. Maybe it's just going to watch the sunset somewhere, um, you know, maybe just doing, for, you know, taking pictures, just little activities that don't, you know, give me that mindset that, okay, I'm in this environment and, and I need to work. Hey, it's Tanya. I'm calling a quick timeout intermission huddle. So bring it in. I'm personally inviting you to our inner circle. It's our monthly VIP meetup with other achievers just like us. Each week, I'm teaching everything you're going to need in order to be successful to step into the most elite version of yourself. I'm going to break this down play by play, the tools, the systems, the strategies, everything you're going to need in order to operate at higher levels mentally, physically, emotionally, and energetically. Look, we're in a season where the idea of full potential just isn't cutting it anymore. It's time to really be it now. So Click the link in the show notes and I'll see you in the inner circle. Peace. What do you do like when, um, have you noticed, this is a big one too that I ask people is like, have you noticed like as you've been um, scaling in your business and in your life and your personal growth and development because you're very, very like big on that. And I like knowing you, I see how much you've grown and it's very admirable during the journey of your growth phases and you're going to continue to grow because it's just in your DNA, <laughs> your hybrid DNA, what has been the transitional, uh, I get this question a lot of like when you are, um, I don't like to say the word breaking up from friends, but I guess that's like, I think the more mainstream word to use for like the audiences, but like when you're in the transition of like letting go of, friends that you feel that you've outgrown mm -hmm. so like the like what I have done in the past so just like let, let go of relationships that are no longer you know working for me anymore yeah so like the transitional process of it because I think a lot of people are like well how do I like transition when it's like time to step away from outgrown friendships mm -hmm. Um, you know, it's, it's hard. That's a hard question. Um, I'm trying my mm -hmm. best to answer it, but you know, I'm very big on if, you know, like you said, if something's just outgrown and the energy doesn't align anymore with where your energy is at, 
um, you know, I, I, I kind of look at it like it's best for maybe both parties, you know, if we're not, if we're not, you know, fulfilling one another and helping each other maybe grow and, and just kind of benefiting off of one another and, you know, taking each other to the next level or growth, um, you know, it's just one of those things. Why am I hanging on to this still? You know, why am I dragging my energy still onto something that's just, you know, sitting there? It's like a, a soda that's just been sitting on the counter all day and you just keep looking at it. And the more you look at it and getting <laughs> Is that a soda in your hand? <laughs> you know, you keep looking at it, it's sitting there, it hasn't been put away, and it's just sitting there. And, you know, the longer it continues to stay there, you it starts to affect other parts of your life. Um, you know, other things of your life maybe start to just kind of stay stagnant, you know, and, and stay there. And, you know, for me, it's if there's one thing that's bothering you, you need to remove it because it's distracting when something in your life is no longer working for you and you're trying to grow at the same time. There's something that's holding you back that doesn't allow you to fully get to your next life goal or whatever it may be. So, you know, it's, it's just one of those things that you have to look at it with an open mind and a higher perspective and know like, it's okay to let go of friendships, relationships. You know, I was in a relationship for years um, where it was just, it was going nowhere and I was just in it for comfort and just because I, I didn't know what to do. And, um, you know, just, I had to look at that in a way where I said for both parties and for me as well, I'm not going to get to where I want to go. If I continue to stay in this relationship, um, just day by day, you know, going with the flow of things. And so, you know, with, with that, you know, I let go of friendships, relationships, and it's, it's hard to close it at first, but once you do, and through time, you know, time heals things, time helps you also look at thing, things with a different perspective. And then you, you know, you better understand, okay, I was, I, that was the right thing for me to do. And you have to just look at it at a mature way and, and a mature growth mindset. And, you know, you just hope that maybe the other party, you know, understands that eventually, but you shouldn't worry about the other person if they understand it or if they don't, it's, it's, it's more about your journey. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I think like, what would you say to people that, cause I feel like you're the type of person I'm totally like this. I would actually rather be alone. <laughs> so I don't have a problem being on my own. Um, <laughs> but somebody asked earlier what signs I'm a Capricorn. So like we move on our own uh -huh. um, <laughs> um and I feel like you're the same like you I've seen like but you like just send me near the ocean in the <laughs> like earth like with nature and trees and I'm happy feed me and like I'm good <laughs> but yeah. for those that <laughs> I know you are I've, I've been watching your stories I remember when you were going to the you were in the hemp industry and you were traveling to California and you almost moved to California like I know girl, I've been following I've been, I've been watching you I've been keeping an eye on you yeah um, you know, it's if your energy if you give yourself the best energy and it just feels so good to have your energy around just hold on to it be by yourself you know if that's what makes you the happiest right now just do it. Why mix around with other energies that, that make you a little cringe unhappy? Like just be by yourself. And, and, you know, it doesn't, it, 
it could be the best thing for you, honestly. And, and it's hard for people to understand that, um, you know, especially if maybe, you know, they've been with people or friends all the time or always have been in a relationship and they don't know how to be by themselves or they, they always need to be doing something or, and it's, it's hard for people to understand being by yourself is okay. And, you know, it, in the beginning, you know, when I was just by myself doing my own thing, especially in the career, I, it's, it's a lonesome process in the beginning, starting something up. Um, you just have to dig very deep and just, um, like I said, it's, it's about you. You got to really believe in your power, believe who you are, believe what you want. And it's just kind of a belief system when you're so in tune with that belief within yourself. It's this effortless power that just, you know, is within you that just you don't think about anything else. <laughs> yeah. And so for people that do have a hard time though, like, because like it, it, it like, you know, I, I'm happy that you're, and that's why I say like, I bring people on here that are really raw and authentic because people need to hear more authenticity, um, especially in the social media platform to help them just really get to know like how you can grow, how to get to the next love in your life, like is not, rainbows and butterflies it actually sometimes feels like you're dying it feels like you know like you know like but you are that version of you is dying and when you're in the space of like you know releasing people places and things that no longer served your greatest growth um and for those people that have a hard time being in the aloneness and one thing that like when i was going through shadow work and i had a shadow work coach she said something i'll always remember it she's like you know, most people would rather be sitting in their shit than actually be in a space of emptiness for a little bit. And that's the emptiness is really where we can choose what we're filling into that space. And I'd rather choose what we're filling into the space versus like sitting in the poop. Yeah. So like for, for people that maybe have a hard time with like codependency or, you know, being in the alone, the alone space. Um, I know for you, you had a lot of hobbies, like you, you were showing your journey of like you going and being at the ocean, going for long walks, um, traveling to California. Like mm -hmm. how was that process or what do you, what advice do you give for your ladies that might be in the space of being afraid of going into that transitional space of emptiness for a little bit? So you know, for me, I, like you said, I kept, I kept my, I keep myself busy doing different things, hobbies, you know, I think the best thing for girls out there that are in this transition or process right now of, you know, being alone or wanting to be alone or transition out of something is just, you know, join a community or maybe join a volunteer group out there. You know, it's good to be around um, communities with a good purpose, you know, you'll meet mm -hmm. some amazing people out there um you know for people like to be around people at first you know join you know something where it's giving back to the community with a good purpose um another thing could just be maybe trying a new activity uh maybe you know for me i'm i love to be very emerged i feel through my experience it has healed me a lot with just my mind and and growth and seeing things from a cleaner and op more open perspective. Um, I would just do trips alone. I would, you know, book a trip somewhere local, you know, I didn't have all the money um, to just be flying left and right everywhere around the world. But, you know, maybe it's just 
uh, for an hour away, if you have a, a access to a train or something just to get yourself outside of your environment, um, you know, to take a little trip and disconnect, um, you know, for me, it's just a mixture of just keeping yourself busy, you know, joining a community, doing a volunteer um, chore, or, you know, maybe picking up a little, um, you know, flight somewhere or a train somewhere or go take a walk somewhere. Just, you know, try to stay busy and doing new things. And, you know, in the beginning, you'll be wondering, why am I doing this? Why am I here? Why did I decide to go to this you know, there was a point where I went um, to California one time and I was just, you know, by myself in the beginning and I questioned a lot. Why am I here by myself? What am I doing with my life? I'm, I just felt completely lost when I was just in this uh, separation phase of my life. And um, it's very uncomfortable in the beginning, but, you know, give it a few, you know, months, weeks, and eventually in time, you know, it gets more comfortable as you go. But my best advice is just, you know, trying to stay busy. Mm -hmm. Is that what inspired you to create your own community? Because you have a, a beautiful community that you created for other people to feel like they are a part of something like a positive space of like, you know, growing together and cheering each other on. Cause you did it on your mm -hmm. own. Like you didn't, like you joined a group here, a group there, a group here. And I think I noticed like a lot of people that create communities is because they didn't have one for their own that they wish that they would have. I mean, that's why I know, you know, I created the my own uh, ultimate achiever Academy is because like, I was like, we're all the same people that think like me. I was like, I guess I'm just going to create it then. You know, I know for you, you've created a community where you're like, cause when you go through that alone, you're like, this really sucks. Did I have to? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I, I totally agree with that. I think for me at the time, you know, I was just going through a time where I needed to let go of relationships and people in my life, especially the relationship I was in for years. Um, you know, once, once I decided, you know, I, I want to leave this, this is no longer serving me and I need to let go. I think, uh, social media in a way was a way for me to kind of build my own community and kind of save myself with maybe, you know, finding like-minded uh, individuals or girls maybe going through the, you know, similar things. Um, in the beginning of my social media journey, a lot of it was around relationships, um, hardships. I, I had spoken a lot about self-worth. Um, at the time of, you know, my breakup, there was, I had, you know, very low, low self-worth. Um, a lot of it was I just did not feel like I was good enough. I didn't understand why that relationship wasn't, you know, going to the next level and things like that. And I took it very, um, like I wasn't good enough. And so um, I had just built it around just, uh, you know, kind of healing again to find that inner all you, uh, mm -hmm. you know, power. And that's why my brand is called All You is because it kind of stemmed from that, you know, process back then of me feeling lost, uh, not feeling good enough, not having that worth and just kind of needing to dig deep within myself and um, heal and then, you know, find that inner, you know, power within myself. And I did it all by myself. Like, that's mm -hmm. why I say it was all you like, you I did it, girl, you did myself. it. <laughs> so much 
more than just fitness, my brand, it's, you know, very mindset as well. And, um, you know, I just, I think in a way, yeah, like you said, it, it helped me build my little community and just, you know, I, I wouldn't be a sad story on here, but people could, girls could totally relate that, you know, they were going through something similar and how to find their self-worth again, what to do, where to start. And, you know, little by little, I, I would share little glimpse of my journeys by myself or my travels by myself and things that just made me happy to find myself again and believe in me again. Yeah, that and that's and that's what this is about. You know, that's what I create this is like they get to see the transition, the journey, like and like we everything stems from somewhere. It didn't just come out of nowhere. You know, mm-hmm. like what we created or what you what a career you merged to get into. There's always a powerful story behind it, you know, and that's one thing is it's like we're celebrating you as a human being and then what you've chosen to do to build to create to then like support other people so that you can help fast track them and they don't have to be alone. Like you, you did all the work for them. You paved the path for them and, you know, it's just something to really be admired and for you to be celebrated for. So congratulations. (laughs) (laughs) So today we mentioned a few things on like, I just have so many questions. Okay. There's this one question on my question sheet, but um I was like I've really been debating this and because you're an athlete like we can speak the same language here so what do you think is most impactful because you teach programs and you take people from where they are to like a level of excellence what do you find to be like mm, more impactful if somebody if if somebody gave you like the the like playbook to success and then like you worked your way to get there or if they gave you like a piece by piece playbook and progressed you, what do you think is most impactful for people? And then there's no wrong answer. I've just been debating it in my head. I'm like, Hmm. The second one, the second one is repeat that. So the first one is like, here's the playbook to success. Like you have to figure out how to get there. Like, here's the end goal, and you're going to be exactly where you want to be. Like, millionaire, billionaire, like, your body, like, everything. Like, follow this, play, like, exactly how it's played out, like, laid out. And then the other one is here is, like, here's your progressional segments. And, like, you only see, like, this chunk. And then when you, like, pass that level, you know, like a little video game, then once you, like, pass that level, then you get to, like, open the door to the next level. But it's still the same playbook. You're only getting segments or you're getting the entire framework. Okay. I want to choose the second one um, just because I think. So wait, let me say this for yourself. Not from a coach perspective. Okay. Because you're also a coach. But like how you operate as, as a high like a high end achiever, because this is where I ask the difference between like the difference of people, you know, so not from the coach perspective, or like you being a coach, because you're also a coach, but like you, as Andrea, like how you operate to get to your like, end destination. I, I still am gonna go with the second one. Um, just because I'm the kind of person that I don't 
like to see the whole storyline of my success. I want to go through it step by step, fail, see the progression, relook at that progression, maybe kind of, uh, you know, go back to the drawing board, kind of redo maybe a new uh, segment, you know, from, from that progression, maybe that progression wasn't exactly where I wanted it to be. Now I want to go another route. Mm. And um, I'm kind of looking at it in that way to kind of just your success story step by step and mm. to, and then re, you know, if anything is not working, kind of look at back at it, re renegotiate and then take it from there. For me, I see failure, mistakes, the back and forth, you know, journey more successful than just giving you the whole storyline of how to get to the success. Cause I feel like it's more empowering when you get to kind of try, you get to kind of trial and error back and forth and then really take yourself to a bigger success than what was already written out. Mm, I love that. It's just interesting. Cause I like, I asked this quite, well, actually I started asking it because I was wondering because you know, I hired on a, a coach, like, you know, like at, um, Evelation and, um, and he's like, here's the whole mm -hmm. program. I'm like, Hmm. I'm like, okay. And I've been, I've literally been debating this question as far as like reaching the next level of like, okay, if this is my end target and this is where I want to take myself. Like, what is, what is better? And I just kind of been asking people that question, especially that are like, high-end achievers or people have like an elite mentality and it's interesting to see that it's 50 50 there is no right answer it's just you have to find what works best for you you know and what's, what's your go-to one or two mine for the way that my brain works is one like I want to see the the total picture and then I like to reverse engineer it like I my brain all has always worked backwards, maybe because I'm left-handed. I don't know. Like I used to read backwards. Like everything for me is like seeing the end and then like breaking it down to the very beginning, kind of like recreating it. But you know, like that. Yeah. So it's, it's kind of, it's cool to hear like, and you know, like there is no like right way. It's yeah. just like, what's the right way for what works for you. Right. And that's what I was like, I like, I love asking it because I love even hearing like how you described it. And I think it's just so cool, you know, and that's why I'm sure you've created so many different programs for people to have different options because you have like the strength training, you have the hybrid, you have the outdoor, you have just like dumbbells and body weight. Like you've created so many different options for people to see that getting your best body and becoming your best self, there is no like one way, like mm -hmm. you can get in so many different avenues. Yeah. And I feel like kind of like the same concept for life, you know, like you just got to figure out like what works for you and what you're going to be the most consistent with. Right. Yeah. I think it's, I think, you know, as a coach too, and even when I was coaches, there's always check-in points to see, mm -hmm progress you know this is where you're at this is how you know this is how well you've been doing and um you know from there I just see I just see if you're able to kind of continue to check in with yourself even if it's mentally or physically it just kind of helps you repivot okay no I want to be 
down this route or maybe I changed my plan. Maybe I want to, you know, go this mm -hmm. way. But I agree there's no right or wrong. I like both. <laughs> I know. I'm like, wait, actually, I, before who answered? Somebody answered the question. I was like, no, I still like my way. But the way that you described it, I was like, yeah, I like that. I can, I can see that, you know? And you're like, wait, yeah, I like that. Like, and that's why getting together with people that have like, not necessarily the exact goals, but a similar mindset, like is so important because it, it's like, you get to see things differently, but I highly respect you. And I, and I trust you. And I see like, you know, your point of view. And I was like, yeah, that's a really good point. Um, so thank you for breaking that down. <laughs> How would you say like, um, what would you say like some of your non-negotiables are for your day? I would, I, I tell people all the time, like the thing where you're going to, that you're going to notice about successful people that are really achieving bigger things in life and are can constantly becoming better every single year are they have non-negotiables in their day. They have things, and what I mean by non-negotiables, I'm going to let you guys know, is like there are certain things, daily practices, rituals, habits, that if you do not do them, you notice that your performance goes down. You know how you're showing up mentally, energetically, like spiritually, just like you're not feeling like how you're operating at high levels. What would, what are some of your like daily non-negotiables um, that you can share with us? Maybe a morning routine, a night routine, like. I, I, for me, it's. Okay, I'm back. Yes. Okay. I was like, uh oh. So what I was saying is for me Uh-oh. Are you still there? I think you broke up. Uh-oh, she's gone. She'll be back. Hold on, let's get her back. This is a good question. We all want to know what this question is. Dre's daily non-negotiables. Let's invite you back on. I was like, no, we all want to know. <laughs> I do not know what happened. I'm so sorry. That's okay. We're uh, in Mercury retrograde, so it's expected. Electronics are going to be cranky for the next few weeks. Oh, no. Yeah. <laughs> Just prepare, just breathe through it. Okay, so I'll calmly go to my transition of the question about the non-negotiables. So as I was saying, um, you know, for me, it's important, like I said, to have that disconnect from 
always giving my hand to other people over extending over helping and not giving it back to myself you know and that's just making that time that disconnection from social media somewhere in the day um to just disconnect from it and not feel you know the pressure that something bad is going to happen and that the world is wondering if i'm alive or anything like that so for me if i don't make that time somewhere in the day to disconnect then you know it's hard for me to be productive it's hard for me to focus on other things um you know for me right now i'm launching a new um business and it's hard for me to be full time here on social social media cuz can you tell us what business this is is it your somewhere line yeah, yeah. <laughs> yes okay. so that is um that's something that you know i've been working on for the past year and we're just in the launching phase for this month so you know i've been telling myself get off social media because right now you need to establish building your brand you need to establish you know making sure that you're doing it the right way not just halfway going through it and just going through the motions so um you know just like i said just disconnecting somewhere in the day from social media so that it can allow me to focus on you know other things in my life than just the online world mm. Okay, so so setting healthy boundaries with like people with social media, um, what like what else would you say some like non negotiables are? Like clearly, exercise do you exercise every day? Is like exercise a part of like your daily? Um, yeah. So my my routine in the morning is you know I'll um, I have my morning routine where I just I I don't rush into working out you know i i don't rush into working either i don't my alarm doesn't go off and and i go crazy i need to log on for work and i need to work out no mm -hmm. um, lately i've just been in that mindset where we wake up we get in tune with myself you know i live in a beautiful high rise i see the sunrise every morning and i'm so grateful you know to have such a beautiful view because it has really just um you know help me get more in tune with just waking up having gratitude in the morning enjoying that in the morning and then just taking my time to just um you know focus on my morning routine not my social media routine not my workout routine cuz if i just you know wake up go on my phone start talking to people online answering emails doing all of this where where's me mm -hmm. nowhere and at that point time has passed you lost the time of trying to do what makes you happy in the morning to make your days you know start off to the right foot and um i said no no we no more just uh waking up in work mode none of that so um you know i just go slow with it you know if i have the time to go slow with it sometimes there's you know meetings or things going on but i like to just um go into it slow no pressure and you know at least give myself that 1 hour to me in the morning and then focus on what's next for the day what do we have planned and things like that and for me it's just been more peaceful like that i don't look at working out when i wake up as a chore you know i go to the gym or i go to the pool i go outside and i enjoy it i enjoy it because i gave myself that time to myself to prepare and now i'm looking forward to wanting to work out versus oh my gosh it's 6am got to go got to go and no it's just unnecessary pressure you know for for what unless 
you know, there's a responsibility or something that's maybe different. If I have a meeting at seven in the morning or something, maybe we have to go, we have to go. But for the most part, I make sure that that one hour I go at my own pace and my own flow. Have you noticed like taking that hour? Um, Cause you know, you said like in the past, you used to like get up, go straight to social media, but you also mentioned earlier that you used to have like kind of like a lot of anxiety and panic attacks around stuff. Um, did I make up that word or did you say panic attack? I, I've talked to a few no, people. So. No, I absolutely said that. I think it's okay. you know, like that if I, I would suffer from anxiety or panic attacks if I guess, you know, I tend to put more pressure on myself than what there really is going on in the world. I, you know, tend to think that everybody has, you know, their eyes waiting for me or wanting to know what I'm up to and, and this and that. In reality, everybody else is focused on their own life, their own things going on that day. And, um, you know, I had to rewire my mind and say, if you don't show up in the morning at a certain time or, or if you don't show up at all online, it's going to be okay. And so I was having panic attacks and anxiety thinking, you know, people are wondering what's happening. Where am I? I'm not, it's like, I'm not showing up for work. Cause that's kind of how my mind is back from the nine to five is I would clock in at nine and show up for my employees, boss meetings. So you know, I had to rewire, we're no longer in that you're your own, you know, uh, entrepreneur at this point. And the the people of social media that follow me, they're not my employees, they're not always someone I need to be always entertaining 24 seven, because you have to look at it in a way as you know, even if you're in a corporate job, as an employee, you have that separation time from before you come into the office, and before when you clock in for work at nine o'clock so how to had to look at it from that mindset i remember when i clocked in for work at nine o'clock before nine i had my time to myself to get ready and prepare myself for work and when it was time to work it was time to work and we put everything else aside just to focus on that so mm. you know firing my mind like that just helped but in the beginning i was just all over my all over the place because i didn't know i was transitioning from that nine to five to mm. being on my own setting my own schedule so six to nine <laughs> that's how entrepreneurs are it's like you leave a nine to five to then work like a six of five a.m to like nine to or twelve o'clock and it's like you know and so you do you have to literally like set those like boundaries even with yourself like you have to create own work hours which can be really really hard of creating your own productivity schedule yeah absolutely and sometimes you know I'll, I'll work you know late hours I'll do one to nine or I'll switch it around just depends on you know what's going on but I, I, I treat it like you know like we're in a nine to five uh, job and you know I as long as the work is getting done and we're being productive then you know and that, to me, that's what matters is we're if we're making that progress, we're getting tasks done, then, you know, it's okay. You know, there's no set schedule for me, in my opinion, you know, to be in this time frame. But it's as long as you're getting your work done and you're doing what you need to do, then that's really all that matters. Mm. What would you say, like, some of, like, uh, I can't believe it's, like, already been an hour. It's, like, so crazy. 
Um, I literally could go probably like a whole nother hour with you. <laughs> like I was just thinking, I was like, I feel like we could have like a whole nother hour conversation, but I'm going to respect your time and everybody else too. Cause I've got yoga tonight. I also set my, yeah. I'm like yoga, 730, 745, oh, whatever want to go. To wrap it up. Yeah. So um, the last question I always have um, everybody end with, and I think it's just such a powerful part because we've talked about so many like amazing things in this conversation. And it was like, you took people through like this whole journey, but if you could leave people with like one like golden insight that they can take with them and apply on a day-to-day -day basis because all of this information, it's, it's, it's amazing. You drop so many diamonds on people, but I think sometimes it's just a lot that people still feel overwhelmed. So I was like, like, you know, my guest to leave like one thing that people listening can take with them on a day-to-day -day basis that would really impact their life. What that, that one thing be. Um, definitely. I would just say, um, you know, back from our, how we started our conversation earlier today is, you know, go, you know, as there's all the motivational video videos out there and there's all the quotes out there that we always see about, you know, going after your long-term goals, your long-term visions, you know, your dreams. And, you know, it's really true. If you have something in mind that you've always wanted to accomplish, always wanted to see yourself in or involved with, don't let the judgment or comments or thoughts of other people steer you away from wanting to do what you truly feel like is calling your name. Like, just put your head down, respect the other people around you. If they have a comment to say, they, you know, whatever it is, it may be negative, it may be great but still keep believing in that long-term vision goal you want to be a part of and you see yourself in and just go for it. And, you know, that's what I did that I'm here now, like I told you, you know, coming out of my nine to five job and now I'm here full time, you know, having my two businesses and being here on social media and, you know, I'm, it was the best thing I ever did. You know, I listened to family and friends. They had negativity, but I kept, pushing along and I kept more importantly just believing that I could do it and you know sometimes people hear these kinds of things and they think it's corny or oh this is just a motivational talk no it's it's really true when you truly believe in yourself and the power that you have because we all have it it will come to play it will come into reality you just truly have to dig deep find it within you and know, okay, if it's me by myself, it's an all you mentality. So that's what I would like, you know, to really over, you know, overwhelm everybody else with for the last uh, piece of this conversation tonight. <laughs> <laughs> Not overwhelm them. We're going to give them some like piece, but I love how you also share, like, you know, wasn't just an overnight success. It was like a four year of every single weekend. Yeah. Um, you really prioritize not even like the word saying sacrifice because it feels like a punishment, but like you really prioritize your dreams as you like you were um, somebody was uh, one of the women that I interviewed, she called them passion projects. She was uh, had carved out time for her passion projects as she was still in a career. She had a job while she was working on her passion projects. I think people need to understand too, like when you feel split between two things, sometimes 
that just might be seasonal. So just keep pushing through until you can like yeah. fully like merge into that full time. But it's not just like a lot of people talk about like overnight success and this and that. That's yeah. marketing. There's no such thing. Like Kevin Hart talks about he was a 16 year overnight success. If you listen to his book, um, the woman that wrote Harry Potter, she wasn't like she was 41, was living out of her car, got turned down like 16 times or a 16th time. Finally, she got approved first self-made female billionaire. Like, wow. And, and like, so there, there's also like no age, like limit, like we create stories in our mind and just keep, you know, keep at, I think that's phenomenal advice that you're leaving everybody. And it's ongoing, you know, I, Mm -hmm. I was, it wasn't even, I quit. I was still having my, my corporate job. It was just only two years ago that I left. So it's been truly two years now I'm here and you know, it's still an ongoing journey. I'm still pushing through where I, you know, still see myself going. And as the journey goes, you know, our, our visions do change, but it's more of that strength power that really just keeps you going to be consistent and pushing along the journey. You are amazing. Thank you so much for being on Mining My Business. I think we helped a lot of people your words of wisdom and your story and your your being here just inspired a lot of people to just elevate their business their mindset in their life and so it's been such an honor number one to know you to be in the same city as you and uh, wait but wait I need to give the thanks to you too because this is my first time ever having this kind of topic of a live to even go on so if it wasn't for you I've probably wouldn't have had this opportunity. I don't even know when. So the, the real thanks also goes to you because you are an amazing individual, somebody that I admire too. And somebody that, you know, I have gone, you've seen me grow and, and, you know, you're just a good person to have around, you know, and all around, not just as a friend, but as a leader, um, you know, as a coach, you know, as, as a friend. Yeah. So I, Thank you for just letting me have the opportunity to talk on on this platform with you and, um, you know, choosing me to do this tonight. Yeah. You know, it's so funny. I get so many women that are so, like, doing amazing things. They're like, you were the first person I went live with. I was like, really? I was like, what? Well, like, but I hope you had fun because it's my intention to just, like, just have real conversations and just to make sure you have fun, you feel comfortable in your age create a space where you can really let people know what you're about, who you are and what you're up to and um, your time to really be celebrated because you deserve to be celebrated. We all do. We all Mm -hmm. do. Mm -hmm. That being said, thank you so much. Thank you for everybody being on and sharing your time energy with us. You are valued. You appreciated. And drop a comment below this live. I see a lot of comments asking if it will be saved. It will be saved. And so you guys can go back, watch the replay, share it with other people. Make sure you comment, drop your love for Andrea, and let her know you appreciate your, you value her, and go buy her swimwear, and go join her membership because like that's how you're gonna get the real results, and you know that's how you support each other too. It's also energy transaction and credit card transaction. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Leaving us with laughs tonight. <laughs> Yeah. All right, you guys. So much love. Thank you, Andrea. We will get together.
Bye, everybody. Thank you so much for listening. We really appreciate you hanging out with us today. If you found value in this episode, subscribe and share with your business besties. Head over to TanyaCOliver.com and claim your free thank you gift. Remember, you deserve to look, feel, and live life as your most elite self.